0: Welcome to the Jolt episodes. This is a feature of the In Awe podcast meant to give you energy and a boost to look around your world and exercise a signature strength. Between interviews with incredible women who leave us awe inspired, I will share stories that will prompt you to look around and see the beauty in your own world. I hope you find yourself awe inspired. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this Jolt episode here in the month of March in the year of 2021. We are in a series on courage. And as you know, I've been taking the opportunity to focus my Jolts based on the inspiration that I receive from the interviews that I have with every awesome guest on the podcast. And this one is influenced by my interview with Angela Bodislaw, who I had on the podcast last week, and she had such an inspirational message. If you haven't checked her out, please do so. She is a personal friend, but more so her Message was just so seriously inspiring and really illustrative of what it really looks like to kind of live with daily courage in order to live out a life mission and to see how that morphs and changes over the span of our time and also how it propels forward when we live with intention to focus on really being courageously self um, analytic and being willing to move forward past our challenges. And so please check out Angela Bodislaw's episode 112. In this particular jolt, I'm going to share with you my own courage journey. One of the things that Angie talked about was setting a one word for the year, and that's something we did together in my firm foundation's leadership coaching. It's a process that I've talked about before on the podcast that I've really believe in. And honestly, I don't think you have to wait until the turn of a year, but that's just how I do it. And um, if you're ever interested in talking about the one word, please just reach out to me. And I would love to share with you my experiences in that process. But For this episode, I wanted to share with you and drill into um, a couple of really um, personal examples of my own courage. See, Angie set the word refine this year, and as she shared, she thought it was selfish to focus on herself. But then she realized that as she chuckled that there were things that she needed to refine about herself so that she could be better for others. And my word is actually not that different when you think about it. But my word is become, and it is going to require me to be making some changes and truly to become hyper-focused on specific areas that God is calling me to in order to essentially refine my own character. Uh, When I've looked at become, for me, and I've sat in a lot of silence over this, and I start the one Win process well before January 1st, and I listen carefully to what God is speaking into me. And for me, it become actually for the first time ever is um, I've actually turned it into an acronym. So it's bold, enthusiastic, committed, open, mindful, and emanating. And my process is also including my balance frameworks when I set up my one word for the year. I then spend a lot of time going through uh, specific goals and focus areas for all areas of my full life, my personal, professional, my positional, my passions, and my faith. And I wanted to share with you in a way that I hope inspires you, this week because I am just about to turn the dial into my 40th year. This upcoming March 25th, I will turn 40. And I know that that kind of landmark in your life brings about different reactions from people. I remember last year when I turned 39, I was joyful Um, And I was grateful. And at the time, I remember thinking, I'm so grateful because my friend uh, Jake was really, really sick at that time. And we ended up losing him within a week after. And I just remember being grateful that I get to turn 39. And this year, I'm grateful that I get to turn 40. But I also have to share with you that I'm on a journey of discovering who God wants me to become. And a huge part of that is that I'm not healthy in certain ways. And I just wanted to share this revelation with you because a lot of you be like, uh, yeah, you are Sarah Johnson. You are a runner. You run every day. You're super healthy. And if you've ever been a part of my workshops, you've seen me speak, um, done anything virtually, you hear me talk about the fact that the running streak is one component of self-care. And in fact, I've shared this in my Jolt episodes. I believe in um, December, I talked about the balance lap message. So go back and check those out. But here's what I want to say. Uh, yeah, physically, I run every day. That's great. But emotionally, and, um, that is a huge outlet for me. It's more than my physical space, but let's be honest, there is a toll that's going to be taken on a body. Now I'm, I know a lot of people who have been on longer running streaks than I have. And I, you know, I know they've run through pain. They've run through fever, just like me, they've run through it all. Um, but I can't help but think that maybe they have some things going on too. For me, it's simple. It's little things. My IT bands are super tight. Um, I get, a, a an ache or some people, I don't know, they call it niggles. I don't know. It's a weird term, but, um, here and there in, in my feet. And I had one injury that almost sidelined me, I think from running a couple of years ago after I'd pressed myself too hard and did a (laughs) half marathon without training for it. And, um, Anyway, I share this with you because the truth is that I love my running streak. Uh, My running streak makes me, I think, exceptional. I've been running almost, well, almost for seven years every day. And I know that that's not, I don't know what the percentage of the population does, uh, but that's me. And it's, I realize it's something that I should be proud of. I sometimes speak about it and sometimes I don't. The running streak has become a really beautiful companion for me. It's been a um, something that's propelled me through a lot of different challenges. It's grown me. I have become stronger in my faith and in my spirit and who I am through this running streak. It's so much more than the physical act of running. And I have over time believed at some points that I could never let it go, that I could not release it. But I became you know, very healthy about my mindset about that a couple of years ago when I realized it could be taken from me. I can't cling to it. I can't cling to anything in this life. I need to be able to let go of anything in this world because it's all transient. And so I'm, I'm sharing this with you because I don't, I'm not at a point where I have to release this streak. Um, I'm not at a point where it's unhealthy for me. I'm not compulsive. I love it. I love just getting out and taking care of my mind, my body, my spirit, and I want I want to share with you before I kind of r- do this reveal that I'll never forget. It was 2016. I was having a conversation with somebody, and that individual was trying to get me to stop the streak. And I don't even know what my number was at. It was less than a thousand, but the individual had uh, done a running streak in their life and said that you you know. She had to put her shoes down at day one thousand, otherwise it was going to become a compulsion. And this individual went so far as to say to me, "Are you really going to run on your daughter's wedding day?" And I remember thinking, um, "Yeah, <laughs> because then my daughter will have a healthy, focus-centered mother." Um, for but it was it seemed strange to me. But anyway, my point is, I I just want to share that with you because I've had people that have questioned me, that have said I was crazy, that have um, in microwaves kind of. Told me that I'm nuts, and then I've had other people that have kind of stood in awe of this. How can you do that? That's amazing. That's fantastic. You inspire me. You're crazy. I can never do that, that kind of thing. But it's never been about other people. It's always been about me. And a lot of times it's been about a silent perseverance. It's been about the battles that I can win that I didn't even know I had in me. It's been about facing challenges to get up to the starting line of my first marathon that I felt like, um, you know, shouldn't have even, most people I don't think after facing what I did would have gotten to that starting line. And you can find that in a Jolt episode as well. But the truth is, um, you know, there have been battles that had nothing to do with marathons. I've, I've um, you know, run through negative 50 degree temperatures and uh, scorching hot 90s to 100 degrees i've traveled and had to run a mile at 11 59 to fit it in to keep the streak or uh the time i was supervising prom and i left um that grand march time and had signed up for a three 3 a.m slot and i went and ran six miles on the track just so i could get my 100 miles in in the dark and I uh, enjoyed the peace and quiet and the serenity where nobody was around me and that I could stay awake to go do my uh, mid midnight duties for the lock in. You know there've been this running companion has been there for me. It's been um the way that I've run away from some pain and then learned to run through it and then learned to run toward my best version and I don't want to let this running streak go. But friends, I'm sharing with you because part of become is to become better. And I don't know if you've ever heard about the analogy that you have to, or the the saying, you have to let go of good to get the great. And I have to trust and I have to be courageous enough to know that when I set those goals at the beginning of this year and God said, release the streak, that what he meant was release the streak because I have better for you. And so friends, I may you know, regret it (laughs) at some point. I know I'm going to miss it, but I'm releasing the streak on March 25th on my 40th birthday. I've decided that'll be the last day that I'll officially be marking. This is a running streak. It'll be day 2,450. I'm into round numbers. I can't help myself. I've been planning for a few months now to have this be the day that I release this streak because in order to become, I need to be courageous to see what's on the other side of it. I'm going to keep a streak. It's going to be a physical streak. It's going to be a movement streak. I will now do the things that so many people have been telling me for so long about cross training and strength training and core building and doing some other things. And honestly, I can't stand that other work. I'm I'm going to be honest. There's a reason I don't do it. I don't enjoy lifting and I don't enjoy those other pieces, but I will find a way to because at one point I didn't also enjoy running. And I have to believe that God is telling me to let go of this really, really great thing in my life so that I become this most excellent thing. That whatever it is, maybe on the other side of releasing this streak and the fear that I have about falling back into complacency or the fear that I have about losing this piece of me, uh, that it's going to be assuaged with the idea that I'll be better. Maybe I can get back to marathon training because those IT bands will take care of themselves through the exercising that I'm doing, or that I could get back into even just enjoying half marathons. I don't know, but I'm going to be releasing not only my 100 miles per month streak, but my daily streak, and I will still get this heart moving every single day as long as I can until my body just won't let me or until God says, yeah, I didn't mean just the running streak. I meant the whole thing, friend, (laughs) but we'll see for now. I feel blessed in this choice, and I wanted to share it with you because I think that we all need to hear this, that sometimes we outgrow the thing that's been serving us, even the good things, and we have to let go and trust and be courageous enough to see what's on the other side. I wanted to share with you one more thing, because I think this is an important piece to hear, because we all have different views about um, our bodies and about our health. And I often, and in fact, anytime I do my balance message, I'm always sharing about the different um, domains of self-care. And I will always say, hey, listen, I know I've got the running down. I don't have my nutrition and hydration down. And as I was thinking about um, a really powerful thought is that, you know, it's one thing to be self-aware, to be aware of your um, challenges and of your patterns, but it's a whole other to overcome them. And the truth is that I can't become who God's calling me to if I keep ignoring the other thing that he's been asking me to do for a couple of years, which is to conquer my addictions. I've talked about alcohol in this podcast a few times in 2019, I released it completely and it felt really good. And then 2020 came along and I've been playing peekaboo with that. Um, and so I'm just courageously telling you that's one thing I need to conquer, but the other one is sugar, and that's a bigger one for me, friends. It's terrible. I am, man. If you're listening and we've ever worked together, you've been in anywhere near me when I'm working, uh, writing. I am terrible snacker. I am sorry to all of my staff in the past where I would bring chocolate to every single meeting, <laughs> but the truth is, I have that addiction, and so. Again, becoming is to conquer these things. So another thing that I'm doing, I'm very excited about it. You may remember a guest I had on my podcast in the Sisterhood series. Her name was Diana Schottfeld. She is a mother of two young twins and a toddler and a 10-year-old. And she also happens to be a lifelong friend of mine and In this 2020 crazy pandemic world, she had birthed two beautiful twins just before that and then um, experienced what we all did with the shutdown and with life changes. And she decided that she was going to take hold of her health, her physical health, and uh, in turn has really helped her mental health. And she started a program called Faster Way. She was a client in that. And I'm excited because the timing is so perfect. She let me know just about a month ago that she's starting to become a coach in this incredible plan that, hello, focuses on nutrition. And so I don't want to release my streak and I don't want to release my sugar. But friends, I'm telling you. Again, the timing is perfect because she happens to be launching it on March 29th. And so I'm going to be releasing the streak, but I'm also going to be releasing the sugar and I'm going to be embracing a healthier version of myself. I am not concerned about body image. Um, We all struggle. Of course, I don't want to poo poo that. What I'm concerned with is living a life that provides the energy and the fuel that my body and my spirit needs so that I can be bold, enthusiastic, committed, open, mindful, and emanating. And so I'm taking a courageous leap, and I'm going to join my friend as she coaches me in a six-week cycle on Uh, carb cycling, intermittent fasting, and most importantly tracking macros so that I can be careful about the type of nutrition that I'm putting into my body. And so my friends, I'm sharing all of this with you because I bet there's something in your life that this message resonates with. I'm sure there is something in your life where it's been a good thing. It's been good for you, but it's time to release it and embrace something that's great. Reiterate look into a new streak of your own, (laughs) maybe start one, or maybe it's time to release something like the sugar that's bad for you and to embrace a different way of taking care of yourself. Doesn't have to be mine, my examples, but I know there's something in your life that uh, resonates here. And honestly, I want to invite you to join me my friend Diana is launching this experience called The Faster Way. And on the 29th, and I will link her registration because if you want to join me, I would love to have partnership with you in this. Um, nutrition is a long-standing thing that we all kind of struggle with. And I know that embracing this next chapter in my life to figure out a way to, so I don't have to keep repeating my weaknesses (laughs) when I do balance workshops, um, but to actually, you know, do, it's not say as I do and do as I say kind of a thing. I would like to overcome those patterns in my life. And I bet that you have some that you could. So if that happens to be one of yours, join me friends. I appreciate this community. I'm so grateful Um, I want to let you know that I have a very beautiful guest coming on this week. Happens to be my niece. She's got an incredible courage story, and I just cannot wait to share her with you. And I'm so grateful that you choose to join me every week on these Jolt episodes. Many blessings, friends. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Listener, checking out this Jolt episode. Hey, I want to see what you're seeing in the world. So hop on over to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want and pop out a quick sentence or a picture or something that inspired you this week. Let's let's share with one another. Show the community what you're seeing with your eyes to see the beauty in the world. Hashtag in awe to rise.